Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. Welcome back to I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee Doosable, with my teammates Adam Pacman Jones and Brandon Marshall. And before the break, we we're talking about Terry McLaurin mm. deciding that he is not going to show up for minicamp because he wants to get paid. Now, sources tell Nick Jabavala of the Washington Post that the Washington Commanders do not anticipate McLaurin to attend the start of minicamp on Tuesday. Now, McLaurin is in the last year of his rookie deal. He's turning, or he is 27, so I understand so the big. Old, he's old. old, old so I was like, contract. yeah, I was 24 turning 25 uh, into my fourth year. You're probably about the same age, B. Mm-hmm. So, like, I get it, right? So, McLaurin, the last two years, has went over 1,000 yards. I believe his rookie year went over 900 yards. Without having a consistent quarterback, I believe he's had a new starting quarterback each one of those years. So, it's to Brandon's point, too, right? That's an old rookie deal. He's already 27 years old. So we've seen, you know, multiple wideouts get paid this offseason. We saw Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, A.J. Brown, Steph Diggs, extension, Cooper Cup extension, D.J. Moore extension, Mike Williams, Chris Godwin. So if I'm Terry McLaurin, right, you know, everybody was talking about D.K. Metcalf and Debo Samuels. I understand why this guy's not showing up. 27 years old, B. Um, This is probably going to be his only big contract. Like, go get your money, uh, Terry McLaurin. So I want to throw this to our teammate Brandon Marshall, who was the holdout king of the receivers, <laughs> I held what? out one and a half times. <laughs> now you held out, you held out and held in at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so what, what, do you, what do you think about Terry McLaurin not showing up for minicamp? All right, let's say this: if we name the top ten wide receivers right now, is he in there? He will not be on that list. I don't think he is either. But when I, I'm gonna tell you one thing, and ball. y'all listen to me cl- closely, yeah, he can go up against He's any of them on that top 10. He's a baller. He is the real deal. Yeah. So uh, is this holdout? Is it valid? Should he be doing this? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, dudes, you sit it, right? This is, you know, being in your first contract and you're turning 27, that's old. Yeah. Like I was working on my second contract. It felt like <laughs> yeah. when I was going 27, 28, yeah. right? So, you know, as a wide receiver, once you hit 32 or so, you know, it's like, okay, you're done. They're on to the next, right? 100%. And, and they really don't want to give you the big contract when you're 31, 32 um, uh, for the most part. So, you know, he he's doing the right thing. This is a business, people. All right, listeners. I know some of you listeners out here on Sirius XM, you guys are thinking, well, some of you guys are like, well, you know, uh, you guys are already getting paid. Show up and do your job. You're under contract. And then there's a, a another half that's like, I'm for the players. But at the end of the day, we got to understand this is a business. And right now, this dude is saying, I get this opportunity to secure my financial uh, future mm-hmm. for not only myself, but my kids, kids. And he's trying to do his best for him. And I stand with him. 100%. Out of Pac-Man Jones, what do you think about Terry McLaurin not deciding to show up for minicamp? Um, who is his agent? That's a good question. Um, I think it's a great idea. He's 27 years old. Y'all know how I go. What can you? Man. What have you done for me lately? Um, kid, get paid right now. Uh, make sure it's all in the first two, three years too. <laughs> you know how yeah. that mm, goes, facts. That age thing is scare people, uh, especially if if your play go down just a little bit. You know. Um, so I, I'm all for it. Um, I hope he get it. I hope he get it all too. So, Pac, let me ask you this. You know, obviously, I know your last couple of years, you spent a lot of time when well, you were in the AFC, right? 
Yeah. Um, Washington football team, Commanders now. They're in the NFC. So I don't – did you ever play against him? Uh, yeah, when I was in Dallas, I did. Oh, you – oh, really? Yeah. Nah, Terry, nah, Terry, he was he was not there yet. No, Terry, are you this asking this me that I played against him or Washington? No, no, no him. Terry him. Oh, no, 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 he's younger. He's younger. So, no, so, no. so, have, but have you – were you able to see his game? What do you think about his game? Um, he's an all right receiver. Just all right? Whoa. I like Scary Terry, man. I think he's a dog. I'm just saying, like, I don't know how to. I I, I get what I'm I'm kind of biased here because, look, we got three really, really good receivers here in Cincinnati. Would I pick (laughs) him over any of the receivers? No, I wouldn't. You want to take him over Tyler Boyd? Hell no. Yes, you will. I will. T Boyd is a dog in the slot, bro. You tripping. Pack, pack, do this for me tonight, bro. Just he like ain't oh, have more yards than you, boy. I know, I, I know how much you want to bet on that. Hey, bet, I bet you didn't have it. more yards bet than this. T-boy. Bet this, pull out your iPad because I know you still got how many yards. T boy, all the tw- all 22. I know the Cincinnati Bengals is still giving you access to all of the film. <laughs> Go pull it up, bro, and really look at him because you never had to prepare for him. Watch this cat, He's kid, a dog, bro. bro. You're gonna really appreciate his game, Pack. Yeah. He's just been uh, uh, hidden in in Washington, that bro. Terrible offense. This Pac, dude is next I'm level. I'm all for him getting paid. They, pro- they probably should go and get some money from from one of their corners over there, Will Jack, because he's oh, stop. Been, <laughs> stop this. He's been playing the worst no, out of any corner in the league the last two years. Pack, 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 pack. Explain, explain to the people why you beefing with you Will gotta, Jack. You beefing with Will well, Jack? No, I'm not beefing. I don't have beef, bro. Like, but what is so, it I don't know what was up with Will. Um, I seen I seen someone on Instagram that <laughs> was like, "Ooh, look at Will Jack." So I laughed at it and then commented on it, right? And so he he commented, uh, "I guess you don't have nothing else to do. You got to keep my name in your mouth to be relevant." Ooh. So I commented back. You know, I was being petty pack. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> petty pack. <laughs> so I commented back, said. Oh, now I'm trying to be relevant. Hold on, little fella. Now that you got the spotlight on you, I'll watch you every game. So I, <laughs> I, I, I critique him every game. Oh, um, my goodness. He's Petty. by far giving up a record-breaking yards this year. I think one game he gave up 325. I'm talking about oh, literally. Um, he, he had numerous games that he's given up three or four touchdowns. Um, He's a bust, bro. Like, no, he's not. Nah. I disagree. He just had. He was, he was nice. Yeah, he, he had, had a, a couple games. good years. He was nice he here because guess what? Guess why he was nice, Bo? You trying to say he was why? getting a number why? two receiver? No, because he was here with me, and I was splitting the time with him and telling him everything. He's not. So he's not. He's him? not the smartest. Why don't you stop being the smartest, bright of uh, uh the the brightest guy on earth? So why don't you <laughs> stop being petty pack and why don't you be the OG? Call him and and, and mentor him from afar. Mm. Oh no, I'm a mentor his ass, all right. Right here on the show. <laughs> hey, but to your, to your point, to cool your point, team. Terry McLaurin had over a thousand last year and, and Tyler Boyd had eight twenty eight. Yeah, it ain't even close. Pack yeah. pack what what, what it is, is bro. Y'all tripping, bro. Pack never played against him and, <laughs> so and, and Washington. Yeah. They're not getting they're not you know getting these prime time games, yeah, et cetera, no et cetera. So you know if who's watching Washington? Bro, I watch Washington watch every week just to critique uh Will Jack, bro. So you cannot say that. Say it again. I watch Washington every week just to critique Will Jack. <laughs> Bro, you That's know his nickname? Pat. Tell him his nickname, McLaren. Scary McLaren. Terry, man. 
Yeah, that's that's one thing, but it's McLaren, bro. Yeah. Like he's smooth like that, bro. I'm telling you, intermediate Pat. route runner, really good. High high point the ball. Just has he has really soft hands too, man. Routes are crazy. Yeah, I, I like scary Terry. I mean, I agree hundred percent. Get your bread, man. As Brandon said, twenty seven. That's like old. That's old to be going into your fourth year. So this is probably gonna be your only big deal. So go ahead and get your bread. So we go from He'll get another one. We'll go from Terry McLaurin to another guy that's in the DMV area. And that's Lamar Jackson, who mm. returned to minicamp. A lot of people thought maybe he wasn't going to show up to minicamp. Wow. Lamar Jackson showed up to minicamp. Now, the Lamar Jackson is his own agent, and he has not been fully engaged with the Baltimore Ravens in trying to get a deal. Right. We've had this discussion. We said that Lamar Jackson needs to get this deal done before he even steps on the field, just because of how dynamic he is and how he plays the game of football. You know, injury rate is 100%, and he got injured last year. Um, but what would you consider a successful season for Lamar Jackson next year, B. Marsh? A successful season for Being Lamar healthy. Jackson. It's hard. No, it's hard, bro. Like, the pack always trying to make fun of me. You know, I made the playoffs just only a handful of times. So he always like <laughs> a handful of times. Up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, look, it's hard. Like, I played 13 years in the NFL, never made the playoffs, right? And yeah. so... You know, a lot of people say it's Super Bowl or bust for some of these quarterbacks and and definitely Lamar. But, man, I just want to see him go out there, you know, and and if he wins more than 11 games, that's a successful season because it's hard to win in the National Football League. Um, you know, there's a lot of change. He lost his guy, Hollywood Brown, who we had on the show, mm-hmm. and he was traded. So we'll see how how they how how they come together, but obviously they're going to have a great defense. They're going to have a great special teams, have a great running game. I need to see this passing game to come together. So successful season for him. Give me eleven wins, man, in, a, in another playoff appearance. And I, I know a lot of people if they get kicked on the first round, but oh, he's a bust. He's this mm-hmm. and that. But come on, man. It's hard to win in the National Football yeah, League. Is. I'm glad he got that playoff win, too, man, so people could get yeah. off his back a little bit. But, Brandon, why, why do you ultimately think he's not engaging with the Ravens and trying to get this deal done? Like, what do you, what do you think it is? Pack, what is it about, Pack? I, I just, I'm trying to figure out. I know he's the agent. <laughs> Who in the hell is the advisor? His his yeah. his well his his. Mother, his I don't mother. care who it is. You need they need he need to fight the advisor he right now. Buy his mom. Wow. There's no way that he should be stepping on any field. Okay. Without negotiating a big, long contract, not 100%. no year to year. I'm talking about he deserved to get paid. Paid. So he, he reported. Do we know he's going to participate? Two two thirty forty two fifty <laughs> guaranteed. Um, he showed it year in and year out. Brandon talking about the passing game need to get better. The line need to get better, and we, they need to stay healthy down the Yeah, stretch. they were beat when up. he got time, he can really throw the ball. We know what his feet can do. There's no way in hell, if he was my son of anybody that I know, and I love this kid, that he would be right there right now, and we're not talking 230, 240, 250 guaranteed. Right, so so, so his his his, his agent and, and the person who represents him is goes by the name of Miss Felicia Jackson, his mama. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, Miss Miss Felicia, she ain't no joke. So uh whatever they do, you know, it's a lot of strategy behind, a lot of thinking behind it. And a lot of people disrespect them and how they approached it coming leaving uh Louisville. But I'm telling you one thing, you know, they may have learned on the fly in some areas, but Miss Felicia ain't she ain't playing with them. So uh, ain't playing uh, with So do you I think the issue is that they're not starting the at the $230, $240 million range where Deshaun Watson, you think that's the, the main issue? Probably, yes. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it's all about, look, 
<laughs> it, I'm your quarterback. Who's going to replace me? Exactly. Nobody. Okay. You're so change the whole so, offense. So, so <laughs> it really comes down to, you know, where am I at? Am I number one? Am I number two? Or am I number three? So it's about the money. And, and, and Lamar Jackson is probably sitting back and he's thinking I'm a top five quarterback in this league. I should be paid as a top five quarterback. Be. He should think that. He should be paid as a top five quarterback. Is he a top five quarterback? Probably not right now. But, he, you know, when he is you what have the leverage, is. He's the, yes, that's right. <laughs> he is that's what the market what says he is. That's right. Because if he hit the open market, guess what? He'll be the highest paid quarterback. 100%. Not yes. even close. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my teammates, Brandon Marshall and Adam Pacman Jones. We were just talking about Lamar Jackson showing up to minicamp and potentially, you know, going on a year-to-year basis without getting a contract getting done, which is absurd. If you're Lamar, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I'm not even taking a rep in minicamp without signing my name hey, can, on the dotted line. Can I ask y'all a question right quick? I Go disagree. ahead. Do y'all think Joe Burrow's going to do that next year? Do, or do y'all not think Joe going to say, I want $350 million next year? Are they going to pay it? He ain't going to have to fight And they going to pay it. That's right. And they they'll pay it over there, too. You sure just need to be a little bit more stern. You sure y'all cheap in Cincinnati now? I bet <laughs> you. Listen here, you can say that, Brandon. They used to be used to yeah, they went the to the Super Bowl last uh, year. Yesterday's <laughs> price is not today's <laughs> yeah, price, right, right. and he making yeah, it rain. He made it rain on the offseason. Price is not today's price. <laughs> Let him know. <laughs> he made it rain on the offseason with the linemen, and it's already said, yeah, they "Hey, we gotta pay linemen. Joe whatever he want next year because that's gonna give us room to pay everybody else the year after that. So he gonna get paid." John, really quickly, Sean, John, can you come? Sean, Sean, can you come on? I, I said, Sean, <laughs> Sean, can you jump on real quick? Sean, What's how that? the hell do you pull up those? How the hell do you pull up those sounds so quick? So quick. <laughs> like, can you explain to the listeners and also us? I mean, for me, I, I'm new to radio. How did you pull that up so quick? Well, it's a team effort. I mean, it's between me, Purnell, and Anthony in regards of getting these sounders basically in the short term of the story to our system. And I have a wall in front of me where our open is, our, our, our rejoins bringing us back from breaks, our music, and they just stay on the wall. So they're all there ready. And whenever, you know, for example, you guys call for LeBron James, LeBron I can just hit LeBron James. James. <laughs> um, so, somebody takes a dig at somebody. I have a record scratch. And of course, you yesterday's know, price. It's not So what else you got out there? Because I wasn't, we ain't talking about this one. What else you got well, out well, there? Go ahead and play the next sound back for the, for the next subject, Sean. What, what do you mean for the next subject? The next subject we about to hit, Rick Ross. Oh, okay. So, so that one that we haven't heard yet, this is a preview, I guess, of what we're going to talk about yeah, next. Yeah, we're about to talk to about attack of Leora. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect segue. Tyreek Hill. Says that Tua Tagovailoa, <laughs> Tagovailoa, is more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Now, he said this on his new podcast, and he said it needed to be said. This is what Tyreek Hill said about Tua Tagovailoa <laughs> on his podcast. For <laughs> accuracy wise, I'm going with Tua all day. So, which one would you rather have? The deep ball where you got to scramble around the field to try to go find it? Nah. You want that accuracy to hit you right in the bread basket on the run. I want it to hit me right in the bread basket, just like I did in the Buffalo Bills game and take it 70 in the yeah. rest is history. And again, this is not a shot at anybody. Right. This is just stuff that had to be said. It right? needed to be said. It needed so let's to be said. said. To a tackle of Leora. <laughs> oh now, now, Brandon Marshall, you know, as a receiver, is Tyreek Hill putting more pressure on to a tackle of Leora? You know, he said he, he throws a beautiful ball. He's 10 Matt Moores. 
And then he also said he's more accurate than Patrick Mahomes. Like, is he putting more unneeded pressure on, on Tua? Woo, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, let's look at it. Passing yards of more than 11 plus. You know, Mahomes is sitting at, you know, 70. Well, actually, plus uh, 11 plus, he's sitting at 45%. You know, Tua, Tagavioli of Reverend <laughs> Rick Ross said is at 43, right? And then we're looking at passing yards to 10, up and, up until 10 yards. Identical. Mahomes is sitting at 73 to, Tua sitting at 73. Look, so he's putting pressure on them because, you know, we don't talk about Tua that way, right? But when you look at the numbers, it's not far off at all. Not far off at all. But when you're a young quarterback and you got a big guy like this, you know, you're going to get a prime prime time game or two. You just want to ease in and kind of like sneak in. You know what I'm saying? And, Mm -hmm. and, 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 And Tyreek, he needs to chill for he needs to chill. He's putting a big bullseye on Tua because if Tua have one bad game, it's gonna be all bad. It's gonna be all ugly. What do you think, Adam Pac-Man Jones? You think Tyreek Hill putting a little bit too much pressure on Tua? Hell no. The the pressure is on Tua already. They already was trying to get uh Brady in there. That's why the other head coach is gone. So they have done everything they needed to do to make sure Tua is successful. If Tua's not successful this year, they're going another way. Mm. To your point, Pac-Man, I, I kind of agree with that, right? Because I think two, even Tua knows what time it is, right? He's at a crossroad this year. He's heading into year three. This is where they really want to see that jump for most players. Most players, they want to see the biggest jump from year one to year two. But year two to three is where they really want to see you take command of the offense. Are you the guy? Can you be the franchise guy is what they're asking to a tongue of Ileo now. I think he, I think Tyreek is putting more pressure on him, but to Pac-Man Jones' uh, point, that pressure's already there. Tua knows what it is. This is a new coaching staff. This coaching staff didn't draft Tua, right? So they have, you know, no loyalty to him. They honestly could get rid of him after this year and go get the quarterback that they want for the future. Now, I, now I, will, I do think Tua will have more success than he's had in the past with this offense, uh, you know, playing. I've played with Mike McDaniel before. The ball's going to be asked to come out of his hands really quick. They're going to ask him to throw the ball in the middle of the field. He's not going to take too many shots down the field. So I think he will have some success. Um, but there is pressure on Tua. Like, he's he's got to get it done this year. Or it's over with for him in Miami, man. Right. I mean, a lot of times, man, Tyreek, you know, this is his first time dealing with uh, playing for uh, a new team, being traded. And um, there's a lot, man, that comes with going into a new situation. They got a new head coach. It's a new quarterback. He's excited. He was paid. And he's coming in thinking like, you know, I know I'm that guy, right? I know I'm going to do what I need to do. And so they're having some great moments in practice, you know, and then some seven-on-seven, some one-on-ones. And and he thinks this is going to carry over. over. A lot of times it doesn't, man, because – when you put, you know, 11 on 11 and you put them lights on, things change, man. And, and so he just needs to be careful. But I, I do love that he's going out there and, and, and giving us these little headlines <laughs> and spicing it up. He give, That's my us quarterback. To talk about right now. That's my quarterback. NBA radio is your home for the 2002 five NBA finals. Justin Termini and Eddie Johnson are getting you ready for game five right now. Live from the Bay Area, San Francisco, hear interviews with Warriors guard Jordan Poole and Celtic center Robert Williams and many more. Then hear game five between the Warriors and the Celtics at 9 Eastern on NBA radio channel 86. 
and the SXM app, included with all our trials and popular plans. Adam Pacman Jones Cowboys are exploring running back Tony Pollard at wide receiver. I think this is damn ridiculous. They're doing this so they don't have to bench Zeke. We'll discuss this next on I Am Athlete Tonight here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Inside the Green Room with three-time NBA champ Danny Green. Certain superstars, yes, you can referee them somewhat differently. They can have a little more leeway with certain things. But to have Draymond to be in that same category as a superstar when a lot of us don't see him in that role or in that category, that's where it becomes an issue. You're a superstar in your role, which means you're a superstar role player. I think you should referee like a very good role player. Listen, subscribe, and review Inside the Green Room with Danny Green on Stitcher, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast. The Cowboys are exploring Tony Pollard, who was a running back, as a, at a receiver role. Now, according to um, the Dallas Morning News, Tony Pollard was asked about this because he wants, you know, to get more majority. He wants to get more touches on the football. And according to the Dallas Morning News, he said, I'm open to anything. Just being on the field, being able to make the most of my opportunity. If I have to line up in the slot a little more, whatever it takes, I'm ready to do it. I think this is ridiculous because Tony Pollard is clearly ready to take over the lead back as the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, he averaged five and a half yards per carry last year, over 700 yards rushing. He was the backup guy. Now, Adam Pacman Jones, I know you're unique to this situation because you and Mr. Jones have a really great relationship. So why don't you give us some insight on you know, to, to why? Why don't you get why don't you get Jerry on the show? Yeah, so he can be, answer, so he can answer this question. Yeah, yeah. Mr. I got like, why would why would Tony Pollard not you know go ahead and transcend into that starting role, man? Brandy, you sound like a hater. <laughs> First and Second of all, uh, Jerry has special relationships with special players, and and mm. you see it from time to time. He had the relationship with the real '88 who started off. Then it went to Dez Bryant. Then it went to Zeke. Um, but Zeke is – Jerry is not cutting Zeke until his contract is over. So however long that contract is, he'll play his, that whole contract out as a Dallas Cowboy. Right. So, you no. So, you uh, you don't think, like, even though Tony Pollard has, you know, been more productive, you don't think they slide him in and put him into the starting role? No, I don't. One thing about the Cowboys um, – Jerry do things Jerry way it's Jerry world now he'll get paid and he'll get paid to play at a high level and he'll probably get paid a lot of money but as far as benching Zeke uh to play him that's that's not gonna happen not until the contract is over with. listen another thing that you always got to think about too you know a lot of people make fun of the Cowboys and Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones but over the last I would say seven, eight years, mm. they've done a phenomenal job in the front office, mm. right? And so we, 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 we sometimes take a number two guy or, or a role player that does phenomenal things and say, okay, you're ready to be the guy. Mm. And then they just don't pan out, right? So when you think of it, okay, I, I, I love his game. I, I'm with mm -hmm. you dudes, but do you really believe he can go in there and tote that thing 20, 25 times? And he's still going to have that same production. I'm saying he, he had a thousand yards last year, though. So he's going to do that year in, year out. He had a thousand I mean, yards last year. About, yeah, for running backs, yeah, Zeke did have a thousand last year. But we know running backs, you're only going to get about three to five years out of them anyway, B. You're only going to do, like, you're talking about he did it. Like, how, how long did he do it? How long did that last? 
I mean, there's been games when they were both had equal carries and he's been more productive than Zeke. Right. He's definitely a definitely he's definitely a different back. He's a change yeah. of pace guy. Correct. Yeah. But like to go in and say, you know, that that that's what that's what you want in, in today's game. You want a guy like Zeke and you want a guy like Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it work. You know, because you get the best of both worlds. The best of both worlds, man. And 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 and, and to me, if I'm if I'm a general manager, if I'm building up my team, I want two backs. I don't want one guy that can just tote it because, like, it's a lot. It's a lot of wear and tear on one guy. Yeah. I want two guys that can share the load, and maybe we can have these two guys for four or five years. Yeah, but to that of Pac-Man's point, like, Zeke did go over 1,000. So together they went over 1,700 yards rushing, which is phenomenal uh, if you if you combine them together. So we'll see what ultimately happens. I think – um, to Adam Pac-Man's point, right, Jerry has a special relationship with Zeke. I think this will be Zeke's last year as the main guy. I think Tony Pollard, I think after this year, will transcend to that starting spot. Adam Pac-Man Jones, I know you said you had a visit somewhere. Tell us about... Oh, yeah, know, let's talk today. about it. You know, um, I got a house full of studs over here, like real real ball players. Uh, today, we took a visit to Xavier University. Mm, okay. Saney Hicks got offered by Xavier. Xavier in Cincinnati, Whoa, right? So, so now we're going and to she's the She's a baller. Yeah. The niece. Yeah, my niece. Yeah, so so, so you us. got <laughs> yeah, well, you man. put them out. Hey, that's your retirement them out. Shout out to the yeah, whole yeah, coaching yeah, staff. Yeah. Hold on! Shout out to the whole coaching staff over there, the women's coaching staff, Miss Mixdam. Y'all, y'all, y'all laid it out for us today, and um, go X, man! Wow, Pac-Man, mm. you going? Congratulations for to the sure, whole man. Adam Pac-Man Jones nieces and nephews whole and whole family. family. Everybody's yeah. getting off. Ohio State, this Xavier, that yeah. female Glasses. athlete, male athletes, unbelievable, bro! You gonna make way more money in retirement through. You know, managing these kids. I'm about to say, you want to be the manager? You going to be the manager? Do you get a fee? Uh, I better shit. I'll be right now. No, I used to. I need a little. I need a tip with them. <laughs> I I got some 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 fee nuns over here. They got they got some good stuff going, man. I just, just love it. Yeah, yeah, man, congratulations to you and the fam, man, for sure, man. That's love. Getting offers from everywhere around the country. I Am Athlete Tonight is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete Tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete Tonight weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, SiriusXM Channel. 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA tonight trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts.